free-for-all Friday. Friday. I'm barely in the room. <laughs> Justin Bourne, I, what are you eating right now? I'm eating a chocolate bar. You got to prep. Got to gotta get that caffeine and sugar in you at the start of the show. Woo! This is also all bets are off Friday, so I haven't got a clue. Well, you're not going to fit in in this environment, Kipper. All bets are on. Haven't you heard? Everyone's gambling. Justin Bourne. Check out coolbet.co. Sammy McKee. Derek Brandeo. Nick Kiprios on board for you for the next two hours. What was that brand? Uh, that's coolbet.co. <laughs> Is that yours? <laughs> no, it's not my own. Well, I, know, I mean, I'm, do you promote it? I, yeah, I do. I. Uh, and how's it going? Are you? Uh, it's a good are question. you winning? Uh, yes. I, I over the three years I have been gambling at their website, I think I'm up twelve dollars. And you think I'm joking? I think that's act, the honest to God. So you're not a big spender. It. No, I, I'm not. But I do, you know, I've bet enough to have swings. I just kind of, I kind of break even. I don't know. Atta boy. Which, frankly, in gambling, not bad. You play for three, four years and kind of break even. So, what happened in Ontario now? Is it official? We can all uh, get a gambling license if we want. Is that is that what ha- has happened here in the last little while, Sammy? I have no idea. Everybody's all in. I, you're honestly, not, real Kipper and you're born. Big, net. Sign I, up. You're not a big gambler. I I sprinkle up in the NFL playoffs. I like the NFL playoffs to gamble on, and I like sprinkling on the Masters, but I don't really gamble on a day-to-day basis like some people. But um, I don't watch the news, boys. I just try to avoid the news, so I don't know when that thing's coming, that uh, that that announcement. But apparently it's coming soon, and there's going to be a bunch of different ones that are, like, legit. Like, ProLine's going to have an app, and others. Sportsnet's going to be so JB, Are they going to have an app? I don't know. You, you are you breaking can, news? You can, um, you can do prop bets now, right? You do them? Yeah, yeah absolutely. I'm a... I love that sort of stuff. My, what I do best at is preseason NHL bets and pre-playoff bets, like longer-term ones that you're okay. not you're not up to like a, the randomness of the Coyotes being the uh, Avalanche. Oh, so okay, so you do like the, the futures? Yeah, uh, and okay. I do playoff futures, like series wins and stuff mm. like that. And, and yeah, that's tense. I can't vote on uh, or I can't bet on the awards though because I vote on. Those. I I did a I did a bet um, during the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and. Um, uh, who'd they play? The Rams. I did like a thing where you can p- do a same game parlay. So I bet on Von Miller and Aaron Donald both to have a sack and the Rams to win. Mm-hmm. And it was like 10 to 1 or whatever and it, and it hit. Yeah. So it's like you can do all that sorts of stuff. You can do whatever you want, Kip. You can do whatever you want. You can gamble on anything. But you also like when the Leafs are down 3 1, <laughs> which is an automatic. Yeah. No, that's to, my bread to, and butter. Live bets. Yeah. To, to bet. And, and the odds are. They give you really good odds then? They do. So Well, the, not really. They well, were still a favorite know. when they were down 3-1 against the Devils the other night. I had a look. Oh, yeah. Well, against the Devils, maybe. Yeah. The, uh, the Oilers the other day were up 3-0 on the Capitals, and I bet the Capitals plus 2.5 goals. And that was – it paid me plus 120. Okay. So at that point, I'm getting underdog odds for them to finish closer than down three goals. Three goals. Yeah. And we know how that finished. There they, you go. They just got inside that mark. But What a win. Now I'm up 12 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> Don't spend it all in one place. I'll, I'll buy a pie next you, Friday will, for will, Pizza Friday. Will there be bets on uh, All-Star Weekend? I wouldn't bet on any of this utter randomness. <laughs> you don't know who's been where the night before, how, who cares? Who And by who, that, I mean, if that, anyone that, does. That would be a bet alone. Uh, who's sober? How about, yeah, BAC. They should do uh, breathalyzers at the door uh, for, the, for the All-Star, the skills contest. That, of course, is going on this weekend. Uh, uh, tonight, I think they've got, is it skills tonight? 
I hope so. It sounds like it, Friday night. <laughs> we did this yesterday and no one figured it out. Uh, they they, they pre-taped uh, the outdoor skills part of it, I think, on the yes, strip or tonight. in the fountain. Um, and apparently, I think it went pretty well. Okay. I th- you- they think that they might have gotten some good content. I don't know. <laughs> They're hoping. I'm Their watching. Fingers I across. promise you I'm watching well, that Well, I'll watch too. Well, I mean, how can you not? Uh, what am I going to do? Go out? I got pull kids. over. <laughs> yeah, pull over. Drive rubberneck. Rubberneck the, the, uh, car accident the accident. Yeah. See if there's nah, anything worth looking at. You know what? Once this show has a bigger budget, the three of us are going to do this event. Hey, we'll find somewhere, shoot a couple pucks at some cards. I would, lo- I would love just to have a, us be a three-on-three team somewhere, us three. Maybe oh, see how I we sh- do. What do you think, Kipper, Kip? you still got it? Can you still oh, play? I love it. Oh, do you? Oh, yeah. Still like to play? Oh, yeah. yeah. So do you actually get out at all in the winter? Well, I do, and friggin' COVID didn't shut everything down. Oh, yeah. Oh. We're, we're, that whole thing. We're a year and that. a half out of, and then we got it going a little while ago, and then it got shut down again. Um, but there's a there's a good group of us uh, Thursday mornings. You just trying to keep yourself trim? Uh, Yeah, it's not working, though. No? You look like you're in good shape. Yeah. Uh, I, I'd like to go out there with Sammy. I think. No, you, yeah, I. Sammy, you would. Sammy had the only goal in a two-one loss for the Zigzags last Thank night. Put, you. It, put it five hole in the off wing. Messier had the, uh, the, the back foot up. There, there is uh, an argument that suggests that if the league is going to continue with NHL All Star Weekend, uh, which they will, because there's just uh, there's too much on the line with uh, sponsors, and even the fans enjoy it like an outdoor game, probably on a national. S- stage it there's not much to it but locally vegas is eating this up and the players are eating it up the the turnout i hear for the players and their families has been outstanding okay i don't think there's it's not being covered a heck of a lot by uh media there's a lot of media uh, i'm told that did not show up yeah, for various to reasons now. tough to travel i'm not even sure i don't think we sent elliot there there's a there's a lot of sports people there not there for the first time yeah and the other thing too is again, if you get caught there, get COVID, yeah. Uh, if you get COVID there, it's what ten days there. If you choose, if you want to come back home to Canada, I think it's five days, uh, and that's only if you drive over the border. You cannot fly oh, in. Oh yeah, so you hop in a car, drive for two days, and have five more up here. I'll just take the ten in Vegas. Yeah, exactly. Take the 10 in Vegas. Does anyone enforce if you're staying in your room? If I'm stuck 10 in Vegas, I don't know. I might just be a one-man super spreader. (laughs) It's clear with players and families now, they'll go there. Where they don't want to go is Minnesota. Is it ever going anywhere else, or is it just Vegas is the all-star game No, it's going other places. They should just have it. I know, but that's not Gary Bettman's style. They should put it at the ASU ring. Gary (laughs) told the word that I'm going to... It's... it's a nice card to play for Gary. When he owes someone a favor? Well, no, to, to give that to the owners. The oh, oh, Everybody wants it. Well, do the owners get to pocket the revenue, like the tickets, or is it? The city, the, yeah. the, the teams? Yeah, absolutely. That's, money on that? that's, that's, a, that's a big weekend for, for their communities and, I'm sure, ways to profit from it. Hmm. So... That's 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 what Gary likes. He likes going to different owners and saying, "You're you're next. Just play your cards right." And, yeah, you know, and you're next. But nobody no, nobody's racing to, to places like Minnesota in February. Don't you knock Minnesota? Don't you dare! It's cold. 
<laughs> I was the effort. It's just cold. I love the, Minneapolis. The, the, worst thing, Paul. The, the worst thing was when the NBA All-Star game came to Toronto. And it was legitimately Minus the coldest weekend ever. And then the next weekend, it was like 10 degrees outside. I remember that. It was so cold. I remember like being like, oh, my God, this is terrible. for this. Like, Who's ever going to want to come back here? Killed free agency chances. Well, yeah. And I'm sure that they don't choose it. But, yeah, I just put it somewhere warm every time. Every All-Star game should always be somewhere warm. Make it desirable. I agree. So no one wants to come to Toronto for the All-Star game. I'm starting to think after we open the show with gambling and now talking about the All-Star game that money might have a lot to do with what happens in pro sports. What do you think about that theory? I think it's a pretty good one, buddy. Yeah, thanks, guys. Following Kipper's lead. Really really putting your neck on the line on that one, eh? I know, I know. Well, I'm telling people the things that they want to know. Ready for the Leafs talk? You want to go Leafs or the other the other thing uh, just to touch on Vegas is that uh, five forty five Eastern our time uh, two forty five Vegas local time Gary Batman will address the media whoever's there might just, be a, just Luke might, might Luke be, Fox <laughs> just Luke Fox <laughs> might be a good a good weekend where a lot of media didn't show up true for him but we know we know it's coming. First, I mean, I do. Wouldn't even want to be the guy asking the question. Well, just be like, just talk about the thing, <laughs> Gary. Can you just give yes. us the spiel you got planned? Gary, just like, just look. Start. We're, we're just going to give you a nod. <laughs> yeah, There's no question. It's, it's just we'll just call it the Rocky words nod, and then you go. Yeah. Now, uh, Lazarus is is there. Is That's he- why he couldn't join our show yesterday because he's in the air. So Lazarus will be there, and he will be at the media conference, the guy that got into it with Rocky. So I'm assuming he'll get one in there at, uh, at old Gary. Batman have his own PR with the old no follow-ups. Yeah, one question, no follow-ups. Probably. So we've got uh, Doug McLean. It's Friday. He's not golfing. As far as I know, no yoga, no pickleball. He's going to join us in about 10 minutes, uh, and we're going to get into that of course, with him as well. And Luke Fox, who is in Vegas. Yes, sir. And he's got um, a terrific piece on sportsnet.ca on uh, Jack, Jack Campbell, I'm told. He does. Yeah. yeah. And if uh, maybe I'll read it too. <laughs> I don't know. I haven't decided yet. <laughs> the worst. We're running out of time. I'm, I'm sure it's a it's free it's, for all I'm Friday. I'm sure it's a great one. <laughs> I'm sure it, it just reeks of how Get, special it is. Yeah. <laughs> To be there. <laughs> I'm, I'm pumping I know. it up. Listen, you're not an all-star hey, game guy. I'm pumping I know. it up. No one can make you something you're not. Come and, on. And texts. Oh, oh. Yeah. Text us, please. Don't forget texts. Don't forget texts on Friday. We need them bad. Yeah, by we have no content. <laughs> by, by, no hockey. By 20 to 5, uh, we're desperate for them. Text 590 or tweet at Sam A. McKee. And yeah, Marty sure. Turco, former NHLer, uh, NHL uh, All-Star in his own right. You can uh, get your theory at him about how it ruins goalies. What's oh, the theory? Oh, yeah, that's right. Playing the oh, All-Star? Yeah. That's right. And I've I've made him promise that he can't start drinking till after our hit. But What are you doing? There's no guarantees. free for all Friday. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just telling you, there's no guarantees. Okay. There's no guarantees. No Marty Logan, So Marty yeah. Turco as well. So what is the fine line? And we'll get into this with Doug McClain um, soon enough. But I'll go to JB first and then you, Sammy. Where is that fine line for Gary Bettman today? And, and how he 
gives it, I don't know, the seriousness that it deserves. Mm-hmm. Where's that line? Well, I'm curious to see if there's that defensiveness. That's the tone he's taken on a lot of this stuff that, you know, well, we've done the right thing and how dare you imply. And, you know, without saying those words, uh, there's always been this sort of like annoyance that we're obviously doing the right things. And, you know, what are you guys honest about this for? So I'm curious to see if there is any sort of flat out admission of uh, that. I didn't like that. You know, I didn't want to see that. That was inappropriate. I, I'm looking for the tone for me. There, that's the line. There, And we got into this uh, in great detail on yesterday's show. And if you haven't heard it, um, we gave it about to what, 30 minutes, 40 minutes uh, off the top. Uh, and if you haven't heard it, please uh, download the, the podcast uh, wherever you can grab it. Uh, but the one thing that we, we did speak of uh, in great length is that there there is no smoking gun here for Rocky Wirtz. There was bad attitude and... a a smug attitude, Mm -hmm. but there wasn't really anything definitive. You can turn around and say this is comparable to anything else where commissioners have issues with owners, i.e. the NBA, i.e. Sterling. Yeah, if you could punt owners for being unpopular and unlikable, uh, I don't know we'd have a whole ton of owners. Just based by public perception. So in, in saying that, is this findable for Gary Bettman. Can he turn mm-hmm. around and slap him with, and, and we've seen coaches show tremendous attitude, uh, dismissive attitudes towards officials, and they've been slapped with 50, 100 grand. Is this findable? Yeah. That's a good question because I think a lot of people, you know, I think us included probably have clauses in the contract where you cannot do things that hurt the public image of the company you work for, right? That's And this does. This hurts the public image of the NHL and of their partner teams or whatever, however they label them. So, sure, I think they'd be justified in saying, hey, look, but, you know, okay. So so he hits him with a, whatever, $100,000 fine. Yeah. Okay. Payable over 100 years. <laughs> yeah, yeah. At negative <laughs> wink, 1% interest. Nudge, nudge. Yeah, yeah, we'll get back to that later. You know, what, what do we care if he finds Rocky Wirtz? But it, it does look like, and he Gary does not have a, a, a strong reputation for hitting owners hard. Unlike, oh unlike the NBA. Mm-hmm. It does feel different there, right? Adam Silver's a little bit more, I don't know, progressive. and uh, I, just, I don't think he's been doing it as long. And I, I think when he came in with the Sterling thing. those long ties. The, Ster, the Sterling thing was one of the first things that he did as the, as the, sorry, as the commissioner of the NBA. And he doesn't have that, like, long-term. Because as part, like, when you were talking about yesterday with the owners, like, isn't the Wirtz are up there with the Jacobs and up there with all, like, they are in the, like, the executive committee, no? Like, aren't they, like, oh. really, really tight? Yeah, listen, historically, the league has been run in many different ways, you know, with the influence of the Chicago Blackhawks and the Boston Bruins. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we know Toronto and Montreal and had a tremendous influence up here in Canada, but... As far as the U.S. is concerned, I'd probably say uh, in order of Boston, Chicago, and and then uh, the Rangers would never, I thought, had that type of uh, ownership influence on the NHL historically like the Wirtz family and the Jacobs family 
uh, south of the border. Mm. Wow. I would, honestly, I would love Gary Bettman to just go out today and just kind of show some sort of empathy or some sort of, because we remember that, that press conference he had after the original story dropped. He was so crass and he was not empathetic at all. And I know he's, that's his job to be defending the owners. But it would just be nice to see him kind of be like inward looking a little bit and just kind of, you know, be empathetic, I guess, would be my final point. But the, even in this, though, Sammy, they've got the time that where Gary could go to Rocky and say, Rocky, you made us look bad. I've got to go up there and give you just a, a verbal lashing. Yes. I've got to go out. You understand that, you know, I have to do this for public image, whatever. In green light himself to say whatever. Okay, what is that? Is it enough to say Rocky Wirtz was wrong? Yeah. Oh, is it is enough? That enough? Is it enough? Well, what's is gonna it be? Enough? What's gonna be enough? I don't know. Like it was. Like I don't know. What, what would you expect if you were the hardest, most? Yeah. What's the, I don't know. I just don't know what what he could possibly do here. You, you sure you could find him? He's in a. What's he supposed to do to Rocky it's, Wirtz? It's not the. It looked bad. That's it's not all. the easiest spot to. To start the All Star Weekend with, <laughs> I, I'm curious how many questions it goes. Because multiple, like, yeah, two, three, like, and then Gary's going to be like, I think I've made my point on this next question. Oh, but he'll be, oh, but yes, boy, he's going to go out there sour face immediately. Like he's he's going out there with a bad attitude about this, guarantee. Like there's no way he's going in there with an accepting mindset. What time is this event at? I want to watch this. Five forty-five. <laughs> okay. He might even quote Rocky words and say. Next subject. We're, he, we're not looking back. We're not going back to February yes. 3rd. We're, we're not going back to February 3rd. We're not talking about February 3rd. No, Next no, subject. Oh, God. And yeah. you know what the crazy part about when he says, Next subject, someone's going to stand up and go, What's up with Arizona? Arizona. <laughs> Arizona. Next subject. Yeah. What are you going to put him in a Mickey Mouse barn? I mean, 5,000 people. 3,500, it sounds like, after the NHL does their uh, so, adjustments. So here's the thing. 3,500. Potential for bench seating. Well, why don't they I know they're not Just play the rest of the games so. in North Bay. <laughs> for the, the battalion's for barn? Under, yes. under the Kiprios jersey they yes. hung in the rafters? under my jersey in <laughs> well, North Bay. I, I do think that there's part of Gary Bettman, and I, we all know the kind of person. We've been around Gary Bettman for a long time. Part of him that looks forward to this. No. The way he is, he to be this. like you think he goes and he gets to go in front of the media, and he's the guy in charge, and everybody's asking these hard hitting questions. Well, he's and he and he likes he's a combative guy. We think about his interviews with Ron McClain. We think about these people he gets in. He gets into it with people. I think he's looking probably part of him. Obviously, is looking forward to this. We can also guarantee he's going to be better armed oh, than yeah. Rocky Wirtz was. <laughs> well, Rocky Wirtz. Well, our boy naked Phil yesterday armed. told us they weren't naked. Well, they no, were fully right. prepped. I'm just saying he uh, he had no ammo though. He yeah. just went up there and took his. Oh, man, I don't know that, what that, even... those question. The question that Lazarus, I can't get over it. I watched the clip again last night with Allie because I showed her because she was interested in what we were talking about, and that question was a hanging breaking ball. Like what, like, what have could you not done have been an easier softball. Like he could not have hit it out of the park easier. And he's just like, I'm going to jump in here, baby. <laughs> he stood in front of the plate. Here we go. I'm going to let this deck. hit me. Yeah. <laughs> Derek, cue up. Uh-oh. Are <laughs> you good men? <laughs> Come on, one more time. We still have it? We, we... Rocky, Rocky words. <laughs> 
We're not gonna have time to get I mean, to the storylines. No, we could have. You know, we could have done prep and told him that we were gonna do this. <laughs> or, <laughs> tell him the technical guy, get the thing ready. But yeah, no, stuff. Could they could have prepped him for two hours, and he just still, yeah, took a different avenue. Listen, guys, he wasn't even the one asked the question. Unanswered. I want the truth. <laughs> you can't handle the truth. There we go, <laughs> Rocky. Oh, that's just beautiful. I guess beautiful. The- all right, I'm gonna call. I'm gonna call Mac. We'll all get right. Mac on, uh, and and we'll get his thoughts on on all of this. And as, as far as dealing with owners, I I don't think there's a better guy to speak of that uh, yeah. than Doug McClain. One more. We believe that Gary Bettman's going to talk about uh, revenues and where they are and where the hit is really going to be felt the most with uh, the Canadian uh, team shut down again. But I had talked to two different clubs today, and they think that uh, Gary might green light a, a million dollars, the cap still going up. Really? Can you see that? You know, I guess that sounds like more escrow for the players, but like... It's just pushing uh, yeah. the debt down the road, isn't it? You know, it was interesting when he announced what they expected revenues to be, right? He said they were going to make $5 billion or whatever this year, and he announced that like right before things turned sour. I wonder if he announced that knowing it was about to turn sour so they could just blame the pandemic and be like, ah, it was going so good before. I don't know. All right, let's bring in Doug McLean on this Friday. Uh, can we fine you for missing last Friday due to uh, a golf round? You know what? I've I've uh, gone to a different level now. I've, I've, last couple of days I've played like uh, – 27 holes like it's it, like it's just it, i've got too much time in my hand kind you know of player are you, man? Beach, 27 well i look i just looked up my handicap so i could report into you guys at 14 handicap okay not bad i was yeah. like when i retired when i worked at sportsnet i was a 27 so getting rid of that off my plate has changed my golf game you know single digit no getting time. away from kip getting away from millard and kiprios and Corte and a few of those guys has totally changed my golf game. Totally. I'm relaxed. Totally. Once upon a time, the best two balls you would hit all day was when you stepped on the rake. <laughs> Matter of fact, the yeah, rake Joe, stopped Central, me from going it. in the, uh, a rake stopped me from going in the trap yesterday. I was pleased about that. And then I used my 60 degree just to plop it right over the trap, you know, so it was good, but no, you know what? It's, uh, I, I think I'm not sure if it's getting rid of, of you know, retiring, or it was the yoga. The yoga seems to have really helped my my turn, my my flexibility, and get my shoulders through. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> so I'm sure. I'm not sure what it is. I'm sure. So when you when you first hear about Rocky Wirtz's comments, is the first thing that comes to your mind is, I'm so happy I don't have to deal with an owner any longer. You know what? It's it's amazing to me how go through what you go through. These, I mean, these are billionaire type guys to go through what they went through to you know to to deal with the whole Kyle Beach fiasco, disaster, whatever you want to call it, uh, and then to to act that way in your first town hall meeting is absolutely mind boggling to me. If I'm telling you, Mr. McConnell, my owner in Columbus, if that would have been him in that town hall meeting, it would have been 360 the other way. He would have brought up the Kyle Beach situation 
and headed it off before it went to a, a question because it's the most important thing going on with the Chicago Blackhawks organization still to this day, and it should have been addressed before they were even asked a question about it. They should have addressed it, in my opinion. Yeah, you know what? Ended it. You, you make an excellent point because we did hear from Rocky Wirtz after on a, on a Zoom call. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. Where he came on yep. and he, he read yep. a statement, but they took no questions. So this no. is this is now Rocky Wirtz and the Chicago Blackhawks' first chance to answer questions and address this. Right, and y- right. you do 100%. it, Mac. You do it in a town hall meeting. Well, that's it's, fine. No, but... it's not. I think it needs to be a bigger picture, uh, a major press conference again, and and it only needed to be about that subject, mm. not. Uh, season tickets exactly. and Kyle Beach. It needed to and have listen, the focus and the and and just the the seriousness of a one one press conference answer. And Rocky Wirtz needed to be prepped beyond belief on it, and then it would have been one and done. Then knowing and let's not kid ourselves, they I suspect I don't know this a hundred percent, but the Blackhawks must know there's more coming down the pipe. The kid at Miami of Ohio, the high school kid, the, the their own assistant coach, Vincent. I mean, this is frightening. Now this just opens it up a whole... Anyway, I, I, I was blown away by how poorly it was done. And I, you know, look, the Kyle Beach thing is a sad, sad situation for our game. And, you know, obviously... You never want to see it happen again. And every team, every team has got to be on the lookout for it. Every team. Doug, in your opinion, what's the appropriate amount for an owner to be involved with their NHL club? Like, I know there are instances where the owner says, we should trade this guy. I don't like this player. Get us this player. Fire or, this guy. Yeah. You know, versus, okay. hey, you own the property and you hire the people and let them let them do their jobs. Hey, I'll, I'll never forget. I, uh, during the lockout, Todd Marchand, Todd Marchand was a good hot, good NHL player, and I, I like Todd Marchand. And he, we signed him to a long-term deal. It was 12 teams bidding on him, and I, we were lucky to get him. I overpaid him, which we always had to do to get somebody to come, but that's fine. So anyway, we're in the lockout year, and Todd is quoted in the paper saying, when, when are the owners going to take the shackles off us players? And I thought, oh my God, did I just read that in the paper? <laughs> I get, I get, I get a call from Mr. Mack saying, uh, "When can you start making trades again?" <laughs> <laughs> I, I want him out of town. And anyway, so that was fine. So anyway, then I, I called Todd in that I wanted to see him in my office. I told Kippy the story. So I told, I had a, we have huge pictures of the players in the lobby, in the lobby while they were, you know, where the waiting area in the, uh, in the offices. So I went out and I got them to take Todd's picture down and oh. leave it blank when he, comes, hey, when, hey. when he comes in. And then he takes his picture down. He takes his picture down and he, and he makes him wait in, in the hallway staring at his picture down for like an hour and a half, two hours. Hey, Mac. Oh, that wasn't true. Mac, that wasn't true. But anyway, really, anyway that was a... That really was a, mature. Yeah. Really mature. Yeah, 
really, I was very mature. And then we traded them to Bryant, to Berkey in, in, the, in the Federoff deal. And that trade was where the whole no movement clause came, came from because I, I couldn't trade. He, he refused the trade because he had 10 teams. So I put him on waivers and Berkey ter- picked, picked him up on waivers. And that's where the no movement clause came. The PA, they investigated it. The league investigated it. Berkey was panicking. Don't, don't, did we do something wrong? Did we do? Berkey, relax, will you? Relax. You just took the guy on waivers. Relax. Anyway, <laughs> that's, that's where the no movement came from. So, <laughs> Mac, funny. We, know, we know Gary's got 32 teams. 32 different ownership groups. But historically, there's always been a very special relationship between the Boston Bruins, the Chicago Blackhawks, and the NHL head office. And I'm just wondering now, how does Gary Bettman approach this in a few hours? Where do you see him um, with his comments? We were just debating whether or not Gary would fine him for his comments uh, detrimental to, I don't know, Chicago, the league, uh, the Beach family. I, I don't know. I have no idea. But wh- what do you, how do you, how do you see Gary handling, in the, ha- handling this publicly? I, I, think he'll, I think he'll hit it uh, out front and say there's no excuse for that. that. That's all he should say. There's no excuse for what was stated and, that's not what we're about, and it was a mistake, or, you know, obviously they've apologized. But if this is all geared. How come every time there's an All-Star game, somebody does something dumb prior to the All-Star game, and Gary <laughs> has to stand there and, re- and answer it? Like, seriously, it's unbelievable, isn't it? It's unbelievable. It's the, it's the NHL way. Every year. Yeah. Every year there's something that he has to stand up there and say, are you kidding me? Did this happen? Oh, my God. Uh, anyway, he, too gets bad. A, he gets a lot of money to stand up there and do it. Yeah, no, I don't feel sorry for him at all. Don't get me wrong. But the, the thing is, this is, this, is, this is bigger than any hockey thing that's happened in the last 50 years, what went on and how bad it was. And that's why this is just so bad yeah. that this has to come up at this time and how they – they just misspoke, misspoke, and it was terrible. I couldn't believe my ears. Honest to God, I couldn't believe. Anyway, that's fine. That's too bad. I feel bad. Well, it. it is fascinating because you're not wrong that there does seem like there's going to be more here, and it's just a matter of time to, till we find out what exactly. <sighs> Something like this. Like, is there anything that could be the, the end of Gary Bettman? Like, the, he feels like he, he's doing such a great job for the owners, right? The owners love this guy. Like, scandals like this, they don't seem to reflect negatively on them. He just sort of seems like the shield for the owners, right? Well, you know what? It's, it's, look, I, talk, I was out to dinner with the other night with some people from Chicago who are, are big hockey people in Chicago. Big, I don't mean NHL, but big minor hockey people with four kids that have gone up through all the programs. They're in prep schools. They're going to Yale. They're going on, on, to play hockey. And they... They are appalled. They are huge Blackhawk fans, and they are appalled with this situation. They are appalled before this happened, before the the uh, Rocky uh, Wirtz situation. Appalled about it, and I can't imagine if I talk to them today. I can't imagine what they'd be saying today because they're still upset about what transpired in in Chicago, and they are they're real hockey fans, hockey people hockey family 
who have been around the game a long time. And I'm telling you, this is this is this is hard. This is a challenging time for the Blackhawks. And you know what? They deserve it. They deserve it. I'm not sure. I'm not sure Rocky worries about losing that family that you're talking about is uh, no. a paying customer. I think he honestly feels like I've got people that just want to watch the games. They don't, they don't care about any of this. Well, you know, maybe that's true, but I still think, I know one thing, if, if I was in a, in a city as I was in Columbus, I was worried about every, losing every fan. When I was sitting in my press box and there was people with bags over their heads along the boards, I was crushed. I was really upset about <laughs> crushed, crushed, and people yelling at me up in the press box. Yeah, but that's normal. <laughs> that's normal. Yeah, this is this is a whole nother level. This is a whole nother level. A whole nother level. And you know what? You have to be concerned because there's a lot of people still very upset about this. And if and if, if further situations develop. Oh, this could still continue to be crazy. We were just saying... Uh, crazy bad. Crazy bad, I mean. We were just saying on, on the top of the show that uh, Gary's going to try real hard to uh, change the subject real quick so he can go on to happier stories like Arizona. <laughs> oh, my God, seriously. <laughs> can they just go away and leave me alone, that team? No, now no, they can't. Now they're going to play in a 5,000... No, 3,500. It's down 1,500. When I, when I saw... <laughs> When, as a second tenant to University of Arizona, like, are you kidding me? This has gotten to the to the ridiculous stage. Anyway, I thought we we're going to talk about All Star games. I got a, I got a, uh, when I was coaching the All Star game, you know. Oh hey, yeah, yeah. You were, do you do you, do you remember I coached the All Star game two years in a row? I do, and uh, you still wear your uh, Gretzky jersey, or is that Clark's, your son? No, I got. Jersey. I have an all star ring. I have an all star ring. I have. I don't wear it that much. I don't wear it like you wear it. Flaunt your Stanley Cup ring, <laughs> and, it's, and it's and they're about the same size. But anyway, I go in between periods. I, we, it was it was a game in San Jose, and I don't know if you recall where Olin Nolan pointed at the net to score the goal. I think it's Sammy's and favorite it's moment. It's mine. It's mine. Yeah. Or oh, JB's. Right. Yeah. 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 So anyway, that's fine. But the goal, it was like a. 12-9 game or something. It was crazy. First year I coached, Ray Borg scored with 50 seconds left in Boston to win the game in the last minute of the game. It was the most exciting All-Star game. And it was the last time an All-Star game was was competitive. And I remember being, I, I benched a player in that game. What was the Ooh. kid from Tampa Bay? The first, who was the kid, the first round pick of Tampa Roman. Bay? Uh, uh, Roman Hammerlick. Roman Hammerlick. Roman Hammerlick. <laughs> so I walked, pine. So we're, you know why he benched so him, eh? We're, we're, because the winners got five we're grand. Winning, we're winning the game three two or something. And I walked down to the bench and Lindy Rupp's assistant coach and I said, Lindy, don't don't play Hammerlick. This halfway through, uh, five minutes into the third period, I said, Lindy, don't play Hammerlick anymore. We're, and Lindy's I'm done going, with oh that. come on. And, 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 and Roman screaming, I'm an all star. What are you doing? I'm an all star. Lindy looks at me and said, Are you crazy? I said, Lindy, if we win, it's ten thousand dollars. If we lose. You get ten, and I get ten. If we lose, we get nothing. <laughs> He's sitting on the bench. He was a kid. Bastard. And then, and the worse than that, Craig McTavish was our honorary captain. And remember, he was on the bench, and he was like the fifth centerman. And I had to keep fitting him in, so I just went over and leaned into his ear. I said, "Craig, I'm I'm not going to use you the rest of the way." <laughs> and he thought I was crazy. <laughs> anyway, we won the game four three. But the next time. 
The next time we're in San Jose, and they're scoring like crazy. So after the second period, I said to them, okay, boys, because I had Hashik in one period, and I don't know, Broder in one period. And they were, they were leaving them. I mean, it was two on O's and three on O's. So I went in after the second period, and I said, boys, I don't know if this really means that much to you guys. But I want the ten thousand. <laughs> if if you're if you're gonna if you're not gonna play, if you're not gonna try, you're not gonna play. Because I'm leaving here tonight with ten grand, and we won nine eight. And it, anyway, that was the the funniest thing at the end of the game with a minute left. I put a shift on the ice. This was my last five guys with a minute left in the game: Gretzky, Messier, Lemieux. Bork, and I think it was either Lidstrom. I think it was Lidstrom. I put those That's like five, five guys on the best players ice. ever. <laughs> Is that unbelievable? And that was the line. And I did it as just a, like a and and people went. The guys on the bench went nuts, but the the fans really really loved. It. I thought that was the, that was one of the cool that that may be the best coaching move I ever made. Put Gretzky, Lemieux, and and uh, Ness. Gretzky on the ice in the last minute with those five guys. What it was that, unbelievable. What would that, that lineup uh, be worth today? <laughs> Salary cap, yeah. What would they cost? Oh, like seriously. Isn't that hilarious we, or there, what? But anyway, there's it was a, a chance. It was a great time. The All-Star game was a great, great time. It was a great time. That was past and I say Clark was walking Clark was walking out of the game. Gretzky, I you knew the story. Gretzky gave Clark his game worn jersey after the game for being a stick boy. Called him on and said, Hey, Clark, thanks for your help. Takes his game-worn jersey off, signs it to Clark, your friend, Wayne Gretzky. Wow. Clark's walking out of the arena, and the owner, the, the guy that was the owner of Tim Hortons, and he was a minority owner in uh, Ron Joyce, he was walking out of the rink with us, and Clark had his Gretzky All-Star jersey on, and Ron Joyce comes over, and Ron was, I think he was 15% owner of Flames, and he owned Tim Hortons. He said, Doug, he said, uh, I, I would hold on to your kid. Somebody may kidnap him to get that jersey. <laughs> and Jill looks at me. Oh, my God. She grabs Clark's arm and walks in out of the rake. So anyway, we had 10 grand winnings for ransom money. Hey, oh, my God. Anyway, we had a great time. There's a chance we can get that type of competitiveness this weekend, don't you think? Are you kidding? <laughs> what would you have to pay? 100 grand? For, 100 grand for, for a man? <laughs> Go back and watch that Boston game where Ray Bork scored the winner in the last minute in 1996, that was. 1996, and watch that game. It was as competitive a game. And I think the score ended 4-3 or 5-4 with Bork getting the winner with a minute left. It was, and I'm telling you, ever since that game, it has been a joke. It's been painful. Well, we were in Columbus, remember? That, that horn went off 35 times. It's a cannon, and you score. bought it. I know the cannon went off 35 because <laughs> the score was 17 to 16. Like, seriously, give me a break. So, anyway. So just reading the NHL all-star game prize money, like the, the winning team gets a million dollars shooting accuracy winners, yeah. 25 grand team bonus is a hundred oh, yeah. grand team bonus for winning team yeah. players. Like that's gotta be enough to make guys care. Is it not? That's so much money, well, even may, for them. At least give you house money I for know. the first three hours at uh, the blackjack table. <laughs> Take like, care of your seriously. table at the Rippers later. Like, Jeez. seriously, I, I don't get it. Like, it was friggin' huge Mac, to me. It was huge to me. It's, that's, how, that's how 
That's how deep you have to go to get these guys to try in this event. It's just I know. Playoff I know. MVP gets won't. quarter million dollars. And they still won't. And they still won't. They won't. It, it's it's a fun thing. They make what's his name Scott the MVP of the game. Like I mean, come John on. Scott. You know, like John Scott MVP. And you know, like it just is. It's and is it still three on three? Yes. Yes. Oh my God! Okay, I'm not even watching. <laughs> Come on, watch a oh. little bit. You need your take I won't have to worry about it. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, you want to? Um, I jumped. I, I'm on the beach here. I'm on the beach, and I was sitting in a regular chair with an umbrella. But I, for this interview, I jumped in a into a cabana. So I got a cabana around me. So you notice how quiet you can't even hear the waves. You're not going to tweet another picture of your studio again, no. are you? No, no, we're I'm freezing not. No, up I gotta here. Tell you, hey. Hey, listen, you got to hear the studio picture. So I, I'm sitting there talking to some people over from me that are from PEI. And they come, had been to Delray, and I met them on the beach. They're guy, I, I know them. I went to high school with them. So the guy, I, I got to do this. I was thinking of do this picture, you know, for the studio. So I think, geez, that guy owns Heckbert Studio, photography in Summerside. So he come over and took the picture and then lightened it all up. Did you remember how nice a picture it was? The nicest picture I've ever seen. In a tweet. He lightened it all up for me. I thought it was just beautiful. So anyway, I just wanted to give Heckbert Studio in Summerside a little cred there for that work, that workmanship. Professionally done. We didn't even really yeah, talk about. Are the, are the Boston Are the Boston Bruins going to get a number two sentiment? Oh my Seriously. goodness! Now, now Crazy. you give us analysis like, now. Well, they got to get Giroux, don't they? They got to at least try no. to get Giroux. Giroux's they going got... to Colorado. Oh my God! Yeah. Why would why? So who's who's going to play in the number two hole for Boston when they're trying to get from a wild card into the top three? Or they're going to play the league team. minimum. Yeah. Yeah. I hope so because they need him. They need him right he's now. He's got COVID Stradica. right now. I think he's out of the Olympics for a little while. Huh. What do you know? Yeah. Okay. The other guy I was thinking about today is Corpus Allo. He's had COVID, I think, twice. And remember how good he was against Tampa and Toronto? Somebody's, somebody's got to take him, don't they? Anyway, good luck. Thanks for having me on, guys. I really appreciate it. Go uh, feed the seagulls. <laughs> Thanks, <laughs> okay, Doug. guys. Take care. Doug McLean, everybody. Former NHL president, GM, head coach. That's fadeaway analysis. That's an NBA jump shot of analysis. Oh, by the way, I drew to Boston. Corpus Allo's getting moved. I'm on my way. Bye. See what happens on Off the Real Fridays. We, I don't know, he's tried to squeeze in some NHL analysis. No idea what. That, I love that All Star Game story though. Putting those all those guys out on the ice together that at once. Amazing. Really cool. I actually amazing. do remember the Bork game. That was a good, exciting finish. I mean, for a kid, anyway, whatever age I was, well, I was Roman excited. Roman Hammerluck can't get on the ice. You're benched in an All Star game. Would you care? Be like, first, uh, I mean, I know I would care. My opinion of my coach would change, but that's about Listen, it. If, if I'm wearing the equipment. I'm playing. Yeah, you know? I don't disagree, actually. You never want to just sit there. Which I did often in my career. But <laughs> yeah. that was by well, it's not absolutely choice. no choice. Yeah. Okay, we're going to take a quick break. Luke Fox, who's in Vegas, correct? He's not he's, like he's on a green tables. screen and pretending no, I mean, to he's, be there. He's one of the few that went, I He's think. one of the few, I think, we, we sent there. Uh, we'll get Luke Fox's take, uh, of course, on a terrific article on... Uh, Jack Campbell at the All-Star Game on sportsnet.ca. Make sure you click on and read that, and we'll get into that and more with Luke after the break. You're listening to Real Kipper and Born, show number 84.